Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm Bill Nye. Well, today could be the day. We already know that it's a special day for us. Yes. You know, we should start the show off. Something interesting just happened to us for the first time in the, uh, what, 18 months? How long have we been doing this show? About 14 well, okay, months, 15 yeah, I months? I figured December, December was 12 months, and then another we're, uh, three months into it, so 15 months. Okay, so for 15 months we've been doing the show. And we do it in two separate locations, and we've never had a problem technically until today. Now, we should point out that uh, it is a strange day in our country in that uh, they're about to uh, indict and arrest, apparently, a uh, former president of the United States, the first time ever in the history of our country. A lot of people are very upset about that. If you've seen the crowds in New York, I mean, they started building on Tuesday. Uh, no, I'm yeah, sorry, and, on Monday. You know, yeah, and they yanked the cameras. Now, they yanked the city cameras anywhere Trump would be. There are cameras that will film it, but they are MSNBC, CNN, all of the state media. Let's just yeah, be honest. Yeah, state media, yeah. uh, their cameras work. Right. But the city cameras shut down for whatever reason, maintenance, whatever it is, are shut down. Now, I do another network thing. It has nothing to do with politics. Mm-hmm. And I work ahead of schedule. And I was going, well, you know, I got to travel today, so I got to get my stuff done this morning and hit the road. Last night, about 7 o'clock, the mm-hmm. whole thing and the backup stuff in Denver went. Now, how often has that happened to you in your experience doing this? In, in four years? Yeah. Never. Okay. Something's going on with the internet. Uh, yeah, a lot of they, lot of strange things happening. For example, we're not going to mention the name of the site, but one of the social media sites uh, threw a, a wrench into your uh, uploading uh, procedure. Am I correct? I mean, we, yeah, because well, we uh, well, you know, a lot of the stuff masters out of my computer, you know, in Wilkesbury. Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and it's on social media and everything, and there's nothing there. It just that's what it is, and it's working fine. Except all of a sudden, um, it's problem. You know that uh, they're, they're, they say that uh, you have been detected as being uh, spam. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah spam, and they, uh, and a few other things, and. Um, what we like, do know, Bill, is that we're touching a nerve. Uh, we don't do anything that's terribly controversial on our podcast. We're two guys who we're talking politics. We don't even swear on this program, okay? And uh, so we know we're touching a nerve because we look at numbers and we are getting a lot of people listening around the world. And, uh, you know, people may say, well, we don't hear any advertising. It's because we haven't marketed our show yet. You know, you start the show off and you have nobody listening. It's just two guys with an idea, and you just keep doing it, and the program builds, and all of a sudden, 15 months later, you find out from some sources that you have several million people listening to the program around the world. Yeah. And, and with that said, yeah, what the, the message was uh, yesterday that uh, your content could not be sent because it includes content that is abusive. Now, wow. if you've listened to the pro, if you listened to the program yesterday, you probably didn't get it from my server. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, because somebody somewhere said, 
It's abusive. It's not hate speech. It's right. abusive. Wow. Usually, you know, well, I'd he, love to know who did that. Here's the, here's the important thing, okay? Understand this, folks, and this is important that everybody hears this. If you get our daily program from a social media site, we're not going to mention any any sites specifically because we don't want them to uh, to uh, actually have uh, software that listens to our program and and flag it. We don't need any more problems, okay? But the thing is, if you get it from a social media site and there's a problem getting it, by at the latest, at the very latest, 2 o'clock Eastern time, the program for that day is usually posted. Usually it's much, much sooner than that. Sometimes it's like in the mid-morning hours that it's posted. Uh, but if you don't get it by 2 o'clock, you can always go to itsanotherday.com, itsanotherday.com, and... You can always get the program on our website, okay? But that yeah. being said, we are on iHeartRadio, Amazon uh, Music, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on a ton, just about every streaming site around the world, and we don't have any problems with those sites. And no, they they pick up the podcast, they run with it, and uh, they they restream it. Yeah, so and, all, all you have to do is say to your, you know, listening device in your house, be it uh, Alexa, or <laughs> I have to say it very yeah. quietly, she'll think I'm talking to her. Uh, you know, if you, you say it to your device, uh, would you please play, I know, uh, it's another day.com, the podcast, or it's another day, the podcast, mm -hmm. they will play it. They'll play the latest show for you. So, I mean, there's a lot of ways to get the program other than downloading it, to, and um, you shouldn't have a problem. And if you do, you can always go to our our home website. It's anotherday.com, and uh, listen to it there. Yeah, it's out there, and uh, but, but we do find it interesting. But one of the things, you know, it's kind of an old wartime thing. Uh, the first thing an attacking enemy does when they come to invade Mm -hmm. is they take out the uh, the power of the spoken word. They take out the media, the towers, oh, sure. the radio stations. Uh, in this case, you know, if you're attacking the American populace, because there is no standing for uh, Trump to be indicted. As a matter of fact, Bragg was caught on video yeah. hiding, you know, documents. And this just came out yesterday. It was actually been out for a while, but it came out that he was hiding documents that favored Trump. Well, we can't have that here because I think it was six hundred pages. It was the documents. Six hundred pages. Yeah, it was the documents that, him. that Robert Costello. Robert Costello used to be his lawyer, and yeah. when and that fell apart because uh, this guy Michael Cohen is, from what Costello says, uh, he's a liar. He lies at just about anything. He. Well, let me let me play it as Costello said it uh, yesterday. I know we've yeah. played this before. It's a little long, but you gotta hear what he says. Listen to this. This is the key witness to this whole indictment process. Michael Cohen's former lawyer. Robert Costello on Tucker's show. From the leaks that you have read in, say, the New York Times, how do you assess this case? Uh, weak, to say the least. Um, I just spent two hours or so testifying before the grand jury in downtown Manhattan, and uh, 
I got my point across, although it was clear to me that the Manhattan DA's office did not want to get to the truth. I need to explain that a little bit. I called them up uh, after I saw Michael Cohen on TV stating things that he said he was going to tell the grand jury and had told the grand jury that were contrary to what he told us when we first represented him in April of 2018. So I'm sitting at home watching these lies, and I said, I've got to do something about it. I don't represent Donald Trump, but I do stand for justice, and I think I have a legal obligation to inform both sides. So that's what I did. I had a ton of documents that I had prepared back in 2019 for the Department of Justice. The U.S. Attorney's Office called me up and said, Mr. Costello, we would like to talk to you about your representation of Michael Cohn. I laughed and said, can I presume you have a waiver of this of the attorney-client privilege? And they said, you presume correctly. I said, fine, send it over. I'll be delighted to talk to you. Um, that waiver is very clear. And once we had that, I prepared 330 emails, uh, a bunch of text messages. I prepared a contemporaneous report of our first meeting with Michael Cohn at the Regency Hotel in Manhattan, as well as a contemporaneous notes of the interview I had for two hours with the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District of New York, as well as contemporaneous notes of an interview by the House Committee on Intelligence, who sent three investigators to my office, one of whom is now uh, Dan Goldman, a congressman here in New York. So I had all of this material ready. I sent it to Donald Trump's lawyer, and I sent it to the Manhattan DA's office. And I contacted the Manhattan DA's office, and I asked, could we meet with Alvin Bragg? Because I wanted to present this to Alvin Bragg as I had presented it to the Southern District. I wanted him to look me in the eye and assess my credibility. Did I have more credibility than uh, Michael Cohn? Because Michael Cohn, in my uh, opinion, was lying about just about everything. I specifically told them that there were two main points that I wanted to make clear, that Cohn had told us that when we first met him, that he was suicidal. Why is that important? Because when you're suicidal, thinking that that's the only way out of your legal mess, and you're presented with the following options, that you could cooperate against Donald Trump and provide information that would get you a get-out-of-jail-free card, and you respond to us, I do not have any information on Donald Trump. And he said it many times during that two-hour meeting. I swear to God, Bob, I don't have anything on Donald Trump. And I had my law partner who knew Michael Cohn for 10 years on Columbia Grammar and Prep School here in Manhattan because Cohn was on the board of directors. Yeah. Uh, and when I heard him say that he was suicidal the weekend before standing on the roof of the Regency Hotel, I didn't know whether he was a drama queen or telling the truth. So I looked at my partner and he shook his head and nodded, I think he's telling the truth. And later on, we got that corroborated by the Reverend Jerry Falwell and his wife, who had dinner with Michael Cohn, who told him the same thing. Why is that important? Because when you're willing to give up your life in order to avoid these legal troubles, when they're insurmountable to you, and you're offered a way out, you say, all you have to do is cooperate on Donald Trump. Do you have anything on Donald Trump? And he says, no, repeatedly, I swear to God, Bob, I don't have anything then you know that you've got a guy who probably doesn't have anything. It's certainly easier to give up information on Donald Trump than it is to kill yourself. On top of that, 
while he's making these speeches during our period, he's marching up and down on the other side of the conference table like a tiger in the zoo, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He looked like he hadn't slept in five days. He looked like somebody who was suicidal. And every once in a while, he would stop and point at us. And when I say once in a while, he did this at least 20 times and said, guys, I want you to know, I will do whatever the F I have to do. I will never spend one day in jail. Now, what he's saying is, I'll lie, cheat, steal, shoot somebody. I will not spend a day in jail. Do you think a guy whose mentality is that is going to not admit that he has information on Donald Trump? The DA's office didn't ask me questions to bring that up. And I, I brought it up anyway. I, didn't, I ignored their questions and simply gave them the information. I'm hearing rap in my ear, left and right. Uh, I'll continue if you want, but uh, I- Well, let me just ask you one, one sure. final question, if it's okay, Mr. Cassell. Sure. If, if you were the DA, if you were a prosecutor and you were trying to be fair and honest and serve the law rather than a political agenda, you'd want to know that, wouldn't you? Absolutely. And I told them and told the grand jury today, I was deputy chief of the criminal division of the U.S. attorneys for the Southern District. I said, I wouldn't touch a witness like Michael Cohn for any amount of money. You simply cannot rely upon this guy. And tonight, he was on another station denying that he waived the attorney-client privilege. Here it is, in writing, yeah. and that's his signature on the second page. So that's unbelievable. I guess he didn't know that, and the district attorney didn't know that. And I told them, Michael Cohn has been in your office 20 times and twice in the grand jury, and he forgot to tell you that he waived the attorney-client privilege 22 times? I mean, really, is this the kind of witness you want to ride to the finish line? Not in my book. I, I think all they care about is the finish line, but um, I sure appreciate exactly. the information that you brought us tonight. Now you're saying, Bill, that 600 pages uh, were presented by uh, Robert Costello to this grand jury, and, right. and apparently it never really got to them. It was intercepted, so to speak, by, by Alvin Bragg, who didn't. It was him personally. Yeah hiding it and it's on video this came out about 9 30 last night wow so that means wow. he got it yesterday and said oh i can't use this wow. this blows my little uh, piss and case apart because he's got no case and he's he's got no jurisdiction well you know and not only is there no case statute of limitations yada yada never happened uh, and they're trying to uh they're trying to Make it make it a clerical error that uh, becomes a felony, and I'm like going, no, not even a clerical error. I'm sorry, guys, you are trumping this thing up. Pardon the expression there, but they are trumping this up. If you look at all the things that Trump has been accused of, and I'm not saying he's the most moral man in the world and he's a good man, but then again, you tell me, Mr. Schiff, you tell me, Mr. Bragg, you tell me, Mr. Schumer, you tell me, Ms. Pelosi, you tell me, Mr. Biden, do you want me to go on and on the Democratic list? And then when we get all those names said, let's go one by one and count their indiscretions? Well, no. That, all they, that, of them could no. be locked up in the same damn jail room. Well, listen to this. On Tuesday, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office responded to a letter sent by House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan demanding that he testified before Congress about his unprecedented abuse of prosecutorial authority. Uh, the prosecutor's office said that uh, they will not be, quote, intimidated out of filing charges. He continued, 
we will not be intimidated by attempts to undermine the justice process, nor will we let baseless accusations deter us from fairly applying the law. In every prosecution, we follow the law without fear or favor to uncover the truth. Our skilled, honest, and dedicated lawyers remain hard at work, the spokesperson added. On Monday, Mm. Jordan had sent a letter to Bragg's office saying, in light of the serious consequences of your actions, we expect that you will testify about what plainly appears to be a political a politically motivated uh, prosecutorial decision. Uh, so Bragg came out and essentially uh, thumbed his nose at uh, Jim Jordan. We'll see where that goes. I'm but, sure somebody wrote that speech for him. Uh, Schiff was, he, I mentioned Schiff yesterday. Then You haven't heard from him. And then he was out there calmly going, you know, the Republicans are doing this and they're doing that, but that is not how the rule of law works. Wait, excuse me. You don't have a law degree, as far as I know. Yeah. He doesn't. He's a he's he's a even writer. if even if he does even if he does uh, he hasn't used it in God knows how long. No, he he hasn't. So you know, apparently, my interpretation and a Democrat's interpretation of the rule of law mm-hmm. is entirely different. You know. Well, this guy has no right to sit there and, and do that, but that's how these Democrats work. Well, you know, does it surprise it you? Narrative that, that's that's the rule of law. Does it surprise you, Bill? Seriously, does it surprise you that he would respond like that? These people hate Trump. Well, no, let me put it to you this way: they hate us, and Trump yeah. is and Trump is in the way. Um, I got to play a statement from President Trump. He released this yesterday. These four horrible, radical left Democrat investigations of your all time favorite president, me, is just a continuation of the most disgusting witch hunt in the history of our country. It's gone on forever with Russia, 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 and Ukraine, 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 and the Mueller hoax. It's an absolute disgrace what's going on. They even spied on my campaign. And remember this, with all of the work that they did on Mueller, no collusion. That's what the answer was, was all no collusion. Whether it's the Mar-a-Lago raid or the unselect committee hoax, the perfect Georgia phone call, it was absolutely perfect, or the stormy horse-faced Daniels extortion plot, they're all sick, and it's fake news. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them, and they know it very strongly. And they're looking at the polls where, not me, but we are up by so much. They can't even believe it. We won twice, and now we've got to win a third time. They know that we can defeat them. They know that we will defeat them. But they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way, and I always will stand in their way. Thank you very much. That's President Trump. He released that yesterday, and he's right. They're coming after us because if they can do this to President Trump, can you imagine what they can do to to you and me? I mean, it, it, I was thinking, uh, don't be surprised if, if, they, if they somehow make this stick with President Trump. Don't be surprised if they start coming after the people who speak for the opposition like you and me 
And I'm not saying that we would be arrested, but we will be silenced in some way. You watch. Oh, yeah, we lose our uh, privileges, our social media privileges. Yeah. You know, well, you know what? You That's know, why, by the way, it's important people use our website, Bill. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you do have to use the website. You do have to, uh, uh, you know, like, share, do all the, the, the positive things. Share is the big thing. You can always take a link and copy it. You don't have to sit there and flood people with it. If they don't want it, don't put it in front of their face. That's not correct. Right. But if somebody's going, well, you know, you, know, uh, you, you can have it, a yeah. good debate with them, you know, sit there and say, hey, listen to these guys. Tell me what you think. You know, that's all yeah. you got to do. We have uh, uh, an amazing uh, audience, and uh, they are growing. And it's amazing. You bump into, we talked about this before, I have a friend who went to a, a Knights of Columbus meeting, and uh, he found a stranger who listens to our program out of the clear blue, out someplace out in the Midwest. Um, but anyway, you have to you have to share it, and you have to uh, be prepared to if you don't see it in your normal uh, location, the the spot where you normally download the program. Uh, you have to go somewhere else to find it. We're, we'll be there. We got a number of places. Uh, putting the show out. So if, if one of the social media sites decides they can censor and they do so, uh, then then just look around a bit. You'll find it streaming, mm-hmm. like I said, on Apple Music and iHeartRadio has it and uh, Amazon Music has it. A lot of different Spotify has it. There are places, and I'm just naming a few off the top of my head, that probably three times that or four times that many streaming sites have the program available to you. So uh, don't be dismayed if a social media site yanks it. We're still there. You just may have to do a little searching, okay? And, of course, like we've said, you can go to our website, itsanotherday.com. It'll always be there. Download it there and listen to it, no problem at all. You know, they're putting steel barricades outside the Manhattan DA's office, also the courthouse, you know that. And around Trump Tower, too. I don't know why they'd be doing it there, but uh, I guess they figure anything associated with President Trump. Uh, yeah, there's probably a lot of things going on with this. Number one, I, I still think they want to st- stage another January 6th. Interesting um, you should say that, Bill. A person yesterday yeah. said that a lot of the people he saw in the crowds in New York they were wearing like the Antifa masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't really look like Trump supporters. They looked like people who were there preparing to Ready cause to rumble. Yeah, preparing to cause a problem. Uh, and so they're out there. They are yeah, out there. They are. And uh, there, there's the other posture. Somebody floated this, and I and I thought, well, I don't think that's it. But they said, you know, the. Uh, the left knows they shouldn't be doing what they're doing right now, and they know they're going to get the Trump base fired up. Doesn't matter. Now, of course, the media is out there going, oh, sharpen our knives, boy. We're going to have some great photos, and, you know, can't wait to see, uh, you know, a mugshot of uh, Trump, you know, with a Biden smiley face thing. Well, you know, Biden needs a mugshot, too, because what he's done is legit and far worse than what any president has done. But they're saying that the Democrats actually want Trump to run because, quote-unquote, they know how to beat the guy. No. They know how to manipulate their base and steal an election and then say, 
Oh, here we go with the big lie again. <laughs> this from the guy. Here's his mugshot. Yeah. You know, well, they, they're building a campaign ready around this thing. So is this just a staged publicity? Well, how many other Soros huh? DAs do you think are going to uh, get in on the act and somehow, some way, try to file a charge? Let's say Trump uh, parked in the wrong spot. In, uh, in, in during a visit and a rally in uh, St. Louis or something, the the St. Louis DA will probably indict him. Then, of course, we know what's going on down in Atlanta. They're trying to build a case against him down there, and I'm sure the DA down there is going, "Ooh, look at the notoriety uh, Alvin Bragg is getting. Maybe now is a great time to pile on." I, I th- this yeah. is. This is a time in our judicial, our, our legal system that we've never seen before. This is being used as a weapon, and it's so obvious. If you're not paying attention and you can't see this, you are, uh, uh, you, then you don't want to see it. It's there. Well, yeah. you know, I, there was somebody that called uh, the House here yesterday to talk to somebody else, and, and they were talking about, well, you know, there was a thing on, uh, in, on Fox and, you, and they were just mild there and saying, you really should take a look at it because Trump is in, in deep because, you know, that means he wasn't running for election. So that means when to, for, to pay Stormy, uh, he had to use campaign funds. I'm oh. like, going, no, you know, I'm like going, um, the American public doesn't know and understand the law. We said it yesterday, any of this stuff. non-disclosure agreements. They've been used yep. by businesses all the time. It, but you it, know what? That's all that he did. Non-disclosure agreement. Yes, but, you know, for us to say that, we're just abusive and hate speechers. You know, because why would CNN, they've been around forever. Why well, would they lie? You know, why would they lie? Pete, and MSNBC and ABC and all of that. Why, why would they lie? Pete Hegseth on uh, Fox, speaking of Fox, uh, he's a Army vet, uh, decorated, uh, He's a, right. a conservative, a Trump supporter. Listen to what he said. Because it is a symbol of the banana republic that we have become because left-wing progressives want to tear down our constitution and target political opponents. That's where we're at. It's, it's war, political war on that front. They've decided to wage it. They've taken off the gloves. It's our, t- it's our job to take them off as well and fight back. Metaphorically, of course, Judge, metaphorically. <laughs> And metaphorically, but yeah. what he's saying is it's time for the uh, the right to to stand up. You know, I think what they're afraid of. You know, that they, they, I heard yesterday they're going to arrest another. Was it one thousand January six protesters? The FBI is going to arrest one thousand more protesters. Here it is, two and a half years later, right? And they're going to go mm-hmm. after a thousand more people because they want to put the fear of God into the MAGA movement, into the right, okay? And I have to tell you, MAGA still means, it hasn't changed, it still means make America great again. That's all it means. There's nothing, uh, a hidden meaning, there's no hidden meaning here. It is a very simple statement, make America great again. And if you've ever watched one of Trump's rallies, he's a real pro-America uh, man and uh, the crowd is is right by his side. That's all, but the the left doesn't want that. The left does not want a great America. I should read this. All Listen right. to this. Listen to this. This is a list. 
of things that the Biden administration has obliterated since it got into office two and a half years ago. It's obliterated our borders, our banking system, the U.S. oil reserves, our energy sector, our justice system. We're just talking about that. Elections have been obliterated. U.S. foreign policy, consumer prices through inflation, American tradition, leave, leave no man behind. For the longest time, we said, leave no man behind. That was a military motto, right? No, we left thousands of people behind in Afghanistan, thanks to the Biden administration. Yep. We've, we've obliterated women's sports, U.S. standing in the world down the drain. U.S. swagger on the global stage. We ain't got none no more. U.S. leadership in the tank. That's thanks to the Biden administration. Gone. All those things. And, uh, and these guys have the audacity to do what they're doing and talk about the law. This guy bragged talking about uh, being fair and uh, free or whatever he said. I forgot the exact uh, quote. Uh, this guy is anything but fair. He's a political hack. He's, I don't think of, if this is what he's charging Trump with, he's not a very good lawyer, and the lawyers in his office aren't. They are political activists. That's all they are. They're trying desperately to bring down the front runner of the Republican Party. By the way, Bill, yesterday, uh, another, mm -hmm. another, some more numbers came out, and apparently... With all that's happening right now around Trump, Trump with, uh, yeah. he, he surged. He's yeah. by far above and beyond DeSantis. DeSantis, he is really starting to wear thin on a lot of people. We all thought maybe he was uh, a strong alternative to Trump. You know, he was uh, a, a fan, a, an acolyte, so to speak, of Paul Ryan. Now, Paul Ryan is anything but Trump, and he's not a conservative. He may say he is, but he is he's moderate left. And he's also on the board of directors now at uh, Fox News, and many people say he's responsible for uh, messing up that conservative channel. I have a, a cut from Mark Levin. We played oh, this yeah. we played this before. It's really worth playing it again because uh, he, he lays it out. Yeah, he does it. Mark Levin, by the way, in case people don't realize this, Mark Levin is uh, a real good lawyer. He was the chief of staff to Attorney General Ed Meese. Uh, mm -hmm. He knows from whence he comes. <laughs> is that a statement? He knows from, he knows the law. It sounds good to me. Yeah, so th let's thank you very it. much. Uh, anyway, here's Mark Levin talking about what's happening with President Trump right now. How many times have they gone after this man, Donald Trump? What exactly has he done to deserve this? Uh, why are they studying his life like they're studying an archaeological site? Uh, why are they looking for novel legal theories to go after the man? Why are they trying to turn a law upside down, which is what they're trying to do, where they have to jump through the hoops in Manhattan? The statute of limitations, two years for a misdemeanor, five years for a felony. They've been examining it for six years. The Southern District 
in New York. The U.S. Attorney's Office looked at it and said there's no federal crime here, and there isn't. And how do we know that? Because this was tried against John uh, Edwards, and uh, that case was lost. Yeah. And it was lost under the tutelage of a man you may have heard of, Jack Smith, who's the special counsel now in Washington, D.C., when he headed the uh, public integrity section of the criminal division. This guy's invisible hand is everywhere. So now you have this hack prosecutor in Manhattan. Let me put this in plain English so everybody can understand what's going on here. It's not hush money. These are non-disclosure agreements. Companies, individuals, divorce parties entered into non-disclosure agreements, 10,000 a day probably all across this country. How much you want to bet the Manhattan DA's office has entered into non-disclosure agreements? How much you want to bet the Department of Justice, the FBI, and the U.S. attorneys have entered into non-disclosure agreements? How much you want to bet these news operations covering it, like MSNBC, NBC, and the rest, have entered into non-disclosure agreements? Now we call oh, hush money. There's nothing illegal with non-disclosure agreements. The reason you have a non-disclosure agreement, whether it's severance or something, is you're telling people, keep your big mouth shut. And in exchange for that, we'll take care of you. That's not a crime. It is what it is. It's a contract. That's number one. Number two, what is this DA doing? So he has a non-disclosure agreement. Does uh, the Trump organization or this entity set up by Michael Cohen? So what? So why do they keep looking at it? Well, because it was paid for by a, a third entity that used corporate money. So what? Who cares? He didn't pay for it out of his campaign. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump. So there's no question of the misuse of campaign dollars. Here's what they're saying. They're saying, okay, misdemeanor statute of limitations is run. State felony statute has run. We can't make a felony case anyway because it's not a felony. We have to have an underlying obstruction. So we'll look at federal law, which is not even the jurisdiction of a local DA. And federal law says what? Federal law says you can't expend money, campaign law, for the purpose of influencing an election of this sort this way. But what else does it say? However, if that money is used and it has other purposes as well, that is, it's not just a campaign somebody's embarrassed or somebody doesn't want to get information or whatever it is, then it's not a crime. So this thing isn't a crime from process, from substance, in state law, in federal law. What's happening here is they're using the law the way they use the Constitution to try and destroy the law and destroy the Constitution. What would you expect from a radical left-wing legal bomb thrower who's inserted into this position by George Soros? Exactly. Notice they're all Democrat investigators, and they're all Democrat jurisdictions. New York City, Atlanta, Washington, D.C. I mean, this is outrageous, and let's, let's move on. Because I hear some people say, no, wait a minute. Uh, this case is an abomination, but the others are powerful. Let me deal with the others very quickly. Let's look at this document case. You're taking a document case and you're trying to make an obstruction case? Obstruction against Donald Trump. How? Well, we asked for the documents over and over again and he wouldn't give them to us. That's an obstruction case against a former president? I was a former chief of staff to a former attorney general, Ed Meese. If I had gone or a U.S. attorney had gone to Ed Meese and say, look, 
we want to charge Jimmy Carter because we keep asking him for the documents. He's got class, but he won't give them to us. We're going to get a warrant. We're going to, you know what he told me? Get my ass out of his office. What am I, out of my mind? But not these guys. Because it's a righteous pursuit for the left. It's a righteous pursuit to go after parents, to go after pro-lifers. It's a righteous pursuit to go after Republican state legislatures, Republican members of Congress. And I'm telling you something here. They are setting a precedent that is disastrous. Did Donald Trump obstruct when he came to documents at Mar-a-Lago? He has a funny way of obstructing, doesn't he? He didn't put them in the fireplace. <laughs> he didn't shred them. He didn't rip them up. That would be obstruction. He didn't sell them to the enemy. He didn't do any of that. They're in Mar-a-Lago under the protection of the Secret Service. Wow, what an obstruction case. That is Mark Levin, the great one, and uh, his view on what's going on in a pretty pretty astute observation, if you ask me. Yeah, he's dead on on that. I think, I think we're in a, a situation right now where uh, uh, it's going to happen. They're going to indict the oh, president. Yeah. It's gonna, and they say, like I said, the Daily Mail says it's going to happen today. Uh, so don't be surprised. Uh, they are going to indict the president. And, and yeah, they withheld the 600 pages from the grand jury, but this is a New York City grand jury. And uh, you could have uh, absolute proof that there's no crime here put on the table in front of them with arrows pointing to all of the different key points. They still would indict him because this is New York. He lost New York big time. I think 80% of the city went for uh, went for Biden because they're they're uh, they're democratic and they are democratic no matter what and they believe the they believe the propaganda that's been thrown at them by their own party. They yeah, believe they're making up low laws they go. They believe Nancy Pelosi, they believe the Adam Schiffs. So they're going to arrest him. They're going to indict him. They're going to have him arraigned next week. Uh, I I would imagine you said something interesting. You know they've they've negotiated with the uh, the Secret Service about no cuffing. The they oh, yeah. they don't want the president to be handcuffed or, or inhibited in any way because they have an obligation to protect him at all times, and that would interfere with that uh, that obligation that uh, mandate. What did you say to me before the show started about one of these? Uh, uh, well, I, I would say, you know, when that happens, because they're telling the police, look, you are not going to handcuff him. It's not right, going to happen. Right. And we have our reasons, and that's that. You came to us, them, them's the rules. Yeah. But there's going to be some, you know, guy that goes, look, I'm the chief of police here, and, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> I'm a Democrat. This so is Dodge I City. I want to my fellow Democrats <laughs> yeah. to make this rat look like a rat. Yeah. You know, yeah. This is all a photo op of what they want to do because they're already sharpening their knives and they got their 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 campaign people together to do the, the photo ads of Smiling Joe. Hey, I'm not in yeah. handcuffs. You know, I'm not in a mugshot. And here's my opponent. Yeah. Come on. The, the, Someone said it's not the fact that he's going to be found guilty because if the law is is followed, there's no possibility of him being found guilty because he did nothing wrong, and the law will support that. It's the process that they want. They want the process. Mm -hmm. They want him to be fingerprinted. They want him to do a profile and a mugshot because 
you know, even though they're probably not supposed to use that for political purposes, you can be damn sure they're going to promote it. They're going to. Oh yeah, they're, they're going to do that. That's a, that's the intent of everything. I I know that's what they're up to, but uh, <laughs> it, it's sick. It's sick what they're trying to do. It really is. It, yeah, it is. And, and uh, but we shouldn't be surprised. I'm speechless on it, you know, because I, I just can't Bill, believe we, we, that we, in this day and age. Yeah, we should. We do that, but you know, there are photos that go down in history. We shouldn't be surprised. There are photos that happen in history that, you know, that just, they're memorable. You remember them forever. And they know that. Right. And this is going to be a first in history ever. And even though it's not justified, it's a first. Right. So they can take that. And is that not, you know, uh, what's... How, how do I want to put this? It will be. Is that, is that not obscuring the election, trying to steal it by fake means, you know? or Pictures that have gone down in history. Uh, the picture of uh, President Kennedy and Jackie in the, in the limousine, you right. know, just before the assassination. That, that was a, a, a famous picture. There's a picture in, in, uh, of a guy in Vietnam with a gun to a prisoner's head just before he pulls the trigger. At the moment, mm -hmm. at the moment of pulling the trigger, it is a famous shot. People have seen that. It is one of the most famous pictures ever. The picture of the uh, the flag uh, mounting at uh, Iwo Jima, you know. That's, that's one of those big memorable yeah. pictures that you see in history books. They want the, the, uh, the indictment of, uh, of Donald J. Trump Yes, be one of those pictures that they can forever. And look, this is not just about Trump. If they can sit there, Nixon was done. They did this to Nixon to uh, him do with the peace yeah. signs. I am not a crook. Sure. And uh, because you remember, anytime you see the peace sign in him, yeah. Oh, I'm not a crook. You know, because they wanted that. It's all a marketing ploy. He wasn't found guilty, by the way. Uh, uh, doing anything so wrong. the hell with this. I'm not going to put up with yeah, this. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I don't blame him. I would have done the same thing. I would have just said, you know what? I, I've dedicated my life to public service, and this is the yeah. thank you I get. President I Trump right. said the other day, he said, look it, I could stop this instantaneously. All I have to do is put a statement out saying that I'm not going to run for president, that I'm not going to be involved with politics anymore, and it would be over. They I would, don't think so. Well, I'm just thinking this is what he said. And I think a lot of people believe that. A lot of people you, I know, don't think that way. But uh, No, because I think he's already established himself as the, uh, the freedom leader. Let's just say it, okay? He's a freedom leader. Right. He is the, the leader of democracy the way it should be. So even if he said enough's enough or he got sick, enough's enough, they want to sit there and, you know, visually put him in an orange suit, put him in cuffs. You know, I actually saw a, a site where they're already test floating these, what do you think, these pictures out there where they got him in an orange suit and, and a mugshot. And I'm going like, that's a fake picture. Yeah, And they'll come up and, you know, somebody will say, oh, that's fake news. But the right, well, I mean, the left will come out and go, no, we fact-checked it. That really did happen. You yeah. know, they, they lie through their teeth. Where and, do you think this is going, Bill? You, you know, we're talking like this, and 
I'm, I'm thinking about what you're saying, and I'm thinking, is there any way of changing this? It, I mean, other than through some extraordinary situation. I don't know how this stops. Are we going to become more and more and more divided as a people to a point where we just can't live with each other anymore? Yeah, but I think that the people that are are going, <laughs> let's get Trump. Oh, this is going to be so great, man. We're going to get Trump. You know, it's like a, a YouTube kid video, you know, with the, the little bots or whatever that they play with, you know, and the stupid announcers. This, at some point in time, let's just say you you kill the Trump train. Let's say that you kill the Republican Party. And it gets to where it's one party rule. Well, they're still going to have to have an enemy. And then it's going to be you. Yeah, that's true. I agree 100%. Absolutely. Um, I just don't know how this ends. I don't know how you stop this whole process from getting. It's like, it's almost like a cancer. You know, it's metastasized. It's gotten to a point where. Uh, you can't cure it anymore. It's just going to kill us. Is this going to kill us as a country right now? Yeah, it will. They're already trying to stop people from going to Trump rallies or doing anything. And I say that because of what you just said, that they are already getting ready to round up another thousand people to scare uh, that were happened to go to January 6th. Right. And, you know, wow, uh, I don't want to be picked up. Well, friends... Number one, there are cameras now in every corner. We had right. that on about three months ago. You know, and they're doing it all over the world. They they even know they're counting all the trees and the plants on the planet. But they have when they you know, have the lights that are above traffic lights, mm-hmm. uh, and New York is riddled with surveillance cameras. Oh, everywhere. Everywhere. And they also have facial recognition. They're all connected too. It's not like they're independent. Yeah, but those cameras usually have a a Bluetooth or a Wi-Fi. Now, I'm sure that they are encrypted some way, but maybe not. But there's actually jammers out there for that, you know, that work in close proximity. So if you happen to be walking by a camera, you could have one of those things in your pocket, but then they would know that this guy doesn't want to yeah. be seen. So you're going, okay, but let's say you're doing that. They can track your phone, you know, stealing a pay, uh, stealing a page from Hollywood. But here's the point: Do you get to a point, Bill? Do you get the when you're looking over your shoulder? No, no, no. Where where people are are, are pushed so far, like the, right now they're arresting the other thousand people. They're going after another thousand people. Yeah. The FBI. Is there a point? Let's say they arrest Trump. Let's say they throw him in jail, or God forbid. See, I'm afraid of. Forget the jail. I, I the think jail. they're going to off him. I'm but afraid that's... that I'm, I'm afraid that he's going to be put in jeopardy, physical jeopardy, by being in this situation. It is going to be uh, a, a bad situation unless they do something uh, responsible, like uh, maybe have the arraignment away from, you know, the lo- the normal location. Unless they they do something that is uh, special for President Trump, if they think that they well, just arraign him like he's coming off the street, it's not going to work out well because there will mm-hmm. be thousands of people there. There will be the agitators who will be carrying MAGA uh, flags and wearing MAGA hats 
but they'll also probably have a mask on so they, right. they can't be seen. And they will be the same people that caused a problem at January 6th. But this time, I think the difference is the whole country is going to get ticked off, not just the group that was at January 6th. Yeah. Have you ever worked on a trial before, you know, where you were, you're sitting there and you're going through the witnesses and a question comes up, you know, how do you feel about chicanery? And people go, what is chicanery? You know, without going into the origin of the word, chicanery is a very simple thing that the lawyers go, oh, oh yeah, it's legal, it's not legal, it goes in and out of law. But chicanery just means that I am going to, you know, I, I might use something to get somebody to cop a deal or do something, and I'm going, hey, you know what? Let, let's say there was a bank robbery right. or a robbery at a business, mm -hmm. and they go up to the secretary that's got kids or something like that going, look, you know, you, you're never going to see your kid until they've gone to college and they've grown and moved sure. out of the house. And you won't see them, and they're going to hate you when they see you. Now, here's what we can do. We can cut yeah. a deal right now. You sure. Can just, you can cop the plea, and then, you know, when you do that, don't worry. Well, look at Michael Cohen. You're not going to serve an ounce of time. You're going to do this or that. It's a lie. Look at Michael Cohen. Yeah. His, his own former attorney said the guy's a liar. Do you think that there's been some chicanery on, between the DA's office and Cohen? Exactly. You, you, you do this. You do this for us, and we'll do this for yes. you. And he said, and didn't Cohen sit there and go, I'm not going to do any jail time. Yeah. But, you know, you can take that a step further with evidence and stuff like that. Do you not think for one minute that everything that you're being presented is, is you think it's true? It's manipulated. It's, it's, it's yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's massaged to, uh, there's there's no charges here. Everybody, every lawyer that I've heard talk about this case has said there's no charges here. There's no evidence that President Trump did anything wrong. It was a non-disclosure agreement. They're everywhere. I mean, many times you'll have a lawsuit and you come to a settlement, and the other side will say, "Look, we'll pay you X amount of dollars, but we don't want the whole world to know what we're paying you. So you'll have to sign a non-disclosure agreement, and we'll give you the the dollars." Okay, that's it. That's the same basic thing that President Trump supposedly did to Stormy Daniels. It was not an admission of guilt, by the way, because he denies having had a relationship with Stormy Daniels. You know, I should point out that Ron DeSantis, I, I wanted to say this before we forget, Ron DeSantis right. did an interview with Piers Morgan uh, from, right. from England, right? And once again, he did another little, you know, uh, porn star oh, yeah. jab. He's taking advantage of this. And he lost all my respect when he did that. Yeah, he, he truly, you know... Ron DeSantis in his first election was losing his his election to some weirdo, a Democrat. I mean, a guy who later on was arrested for some, uh, I think, a morals charge. But I'm not going to, uh, I wouldn't, uh, maybe, maybe. Well, here's what Ron DeSantis is going to do. He's going to turn the state of Florida blue because he is a pop goes the weasel. He is a. He's a punk. Yeah, he, he is. He, he look at. He's going to have to do a lot of work to win back the uh, the support of a lot of Trump people who were, by the way, who were looking at DeSantis as being like a vice presidential candidate with Trump, uh, somebody who would be a, a strong ally, somebody who would 
be a great substitute in case something were to happen to President Trump. But I don't feel that way anymore about this guy. As a matter of fact, in the poll that we were talking about yesterday yep. that came out, Vivek Ramashami, oh, I can't even say his name. The, Easy the, for you to say. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, you know yeah. who I'm talking about. Vivek. Yeah, yeah, Let's just say yeah, Vivek, okay? okay? Vivek, yeah. who is a smart guy, in the poll, he was up neck and neck with DeSantis. So here's a guy who nobody knows. I can't even pronounce his name yet. And he's almost tied with DeSantis in the polls because, you know, he, he sounds like an honest, straightforward guy. He's not trying to, you know, give these little political uh, shivs in the, in the back like uh, DeSantis was doing in his interviews. He is, uh, I don't think he's to be trusted. He was the guy, by the way, when he was a re- representative, wasn't for the wall in Texas. He wasn't mm-hmm. a backer of supporting uh, uh, closed borders. Now he stands there like he's a champion of, of secure borders, but he kind of vacillates back and forth if you look at his at his record. Yeah, I I, I wasn't sure about him from the end uh, from the get go, and I, a lot of people are going, eh, you know, I kind of like DeSantis, but you know what? I really think that he was helped by the left too because they're going, let's put this guy out there because you know they know they knew what he was, and so yep. And they're sitting there going, well, you know, the Republicans have a backup. Yeah. Trump, and that's, uh, you know, DeSantis. You know, Bill, it. they don't like Trump because he's not a politician, never has been. And all the other candidates, except for Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, uh, he's not a candidate. He wasn't a politician either. They won't like him either. He was a self-made millionaire. So you have, oh, yeah. you have two guys. You have President Trump and you have Vivek. And they, Vivek doesn't know it yet, but if he gets any traction and he appears to be doing so, uh, he's going to be attacked too because they want a politician. You know, they can deal with a politician. Politicians, they, you know, they're like a creature with no spine. They will vacillate back and forth. They'll go with the tide, go with the wind. They can be manipulated, whereas Trump has a rock-solid backbone who, when he says he's going to do something, he actually means it, and he does it, mm-hmm. no matter who attacks him. And I think Vivek may be this way, too. So he, we may find out. As for DeSantis, I don't think so much. I think no. maybe he he may be doing a good show in Florida right now, uh, showing that he has a, 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 a backbone. But when you start stabbing your own kind in the back... Uh, that says what kind yeah, of person you are. Yeah, he's making a mistake there. Yeah, you know, you know, he went through some hurricanes and uh, he did a good job. Yep. Um, you know, he's got a, a tremendous red state there. Uh, but you know, like what happened in Ohio, which is a red state, right? Uh, with the train, uh, same things have happened there. And I'm like going, do you not think for one minute that there was a reason that those happened in red states, mm-hmm. Mr. DeSantis? You know. You're being played and set up, and you're showing your colors, and you know, pull your skirt down, sir. It's not attractive. <laughs> well, all I can tell you is that uh, it's going to be a crazy day. A couple of house clean cleaning stories here uh, this week: China and Russia leaders uh, met in Moscow despite protests from the uh, Biden regime. Uh, Xi Jinping 
refused to take a call from Joe Biden, would you believe? Biden tried to call Xi Jinping, and he didn't pick up. On Tuesday at the end of the meeting in Moscow, Xi Jinping told Vladimir Putin, quote, change is coming that hasn't happened in 100 years, and we are driving this change together. And Putin said, I agree. And uh, so uh, that we have forced, thanks to the administration that we currently have, uh, we have forced them into a partnership. And then you hear stuff like this from uh, President Biden's spokesman, John Kirby. Uh, Monday through Wednesday, President Xi to Moscow, the state visit, if you will. Uh, but what we have said before, and we'll say it again today, uh, that if coming out of this meeting, there's some sort of call for a ceasefire, well, that's just going to be unacceptable because all that's going to do, Mike, is ratify Russia's conquest today. All that's going to do is give Mr. Putin more time to refit, retrain, reman, uh, and try to, uh, to, to plan for, for renewed off- offensives at a time of his choosing. Uh, We hope, and we've said this before, that that President Xi will call and talk to President Zelensky because we believe the Chinese need to get the Ukrainian perspective. Oh, heaven forbid we have a ceasefire. After all, if we have a ceasefire, some innocent people might actually not be killed. (laughs) Oh, you don't want that. No. Uh, You You know, there was a Russian ship that they show. Uh, that was carrying some vital uh, new missiles to Russia. Oh, I as saw that. Sea. Yeah, and and uh, you know the Ukraine's released footage of them blowing it up, and I'm I'm going. You know this is interesting because when did the uh, when did the Ukraine have a navy? Uh, I don't listen. Listen, everything's possible with Photoshop. I just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's weird. A couple of weird things out of the news. I'll mention a couple of things. Apparently, uh, scientists have now said that this is going to be the final warning on climate change. And we've got to go all in, attack everything all at once. But it is the final warning. So yes. does that mean we're not going to have to hear this crap anymore? <laughs> or is that just wishful don't, thinking don't on my breath. part? Don't and hold your breath. <laughs> also, are you ready for this? I mean, really. Are you ready for this? I am. Go ahead. All right. Apparently, the government now... Uh, has confirmed that there is an alien mothership circling the planet. Super. <laughs> as if we don't have Super enough problems. Duper. As if we don't have enough problems down here already. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I want the you clown to... ship crashed in Washington, uh, but uh, that was a whole different ship. Okay. All I want you to know is that with all this turmoil happening in our society right now, with a country... Uh, on the brink of whatever. We don't even know what's going to happen. Rest assured that we have somebody with the stability and the tenacity and the fortitude that we have in the, in the Oval Office. Here he is yesterday speaking at a, a press, not a press conference. It was a, I believe he was handing out medals. He was handing oh. out medals. And he had this to say, and he did so so articulately. Listen. An engineer, poet, Cuban-American, Richard Blanco uh, returned to a poem he wrote from the second inaugural of Barack and Me. A poem, one today, it says, And always one moon like a silent drum tapping at every rooftop and every window on every in, of every county, country. I'm, let me start this over again. <laughs> I'm getting so intimidated by being here. <laughs> And always one moon, like a silent drum, tapping on every rooftop and every window of one country, county, 
counting. All of us facing the stars. Hope, a new constellation waiting for us to map it, waiting for us to name it together. You know, that's what we, you know, hope is, uh, I was once asked by Xi Jinping to define America, for real. We were in the Tibetan Plateau. I said, possibilities, hope. Okay, uh, thank you very much for coming to the audition. Don't call us, we'll call you. <laughs> but what does it mean, man? What does it mean? Country, county, country. I think he said it, he settled on county, but I think someone said that the actual text was country. So Joe wasn't comfortable saying what was written on the piece of paper. Let me start again. Let me start again. Oh my gosh! This is the guy. This this is the guy who's running our our country as we speak. Hey, you know what? He's got his finger on the nukes, and uh, you know that scares the hell out of the other side. Actually, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's that's very true. You know, one more thing from that uh, from that uh, presentation yesterday. He he said something which made uh, some women uncomfortable. Listen. And by the way, I want to warn you. There are two types. Of the, the, the medals are beautiful. The ribbons are hung on. One doesn't separate. So any woman who I'm giving the one medal to, please don't get angry with me if I mess up your hair. Okay? You think I'm kidding. I'm not. All right. You gotta love this guy. You know he's a perv. He must think he must think he's so funny. And the people in the audience they laugh nervously, like ha 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 ha. Come on, for God's sake, folks! Get me out of here. Yeah, yes, please, Uh, honey, go get the car, will you? Um. Anyway, that was uh, Joe yesterday. We have a lot of things happening. It's going to be a crazy day, I think, Bill. If they indict President Trump, God knows where this is going to go. Um, If you're in New York, listening to us. Uh, you might want to leave a few minutes early if you have to get across town because traffic may be a little backed up, if you know what I mean. And yeah, well, you know, that's true. And uh, don't trust every, anything you see on the uh, on the mainstream news because it's all fake. Yeah. Other, other than that, I think we're done. I should remind people if they have a problem getting our show for some reason uh, on their normal a site because maybe it's been blocked for some reason because we're touching a nerve. Uh, just go to itsanotherday.com. You can always find the program there. By the but at the very latest, it's up by two o'clock Eastern. But usually it's right. up. Usually it's up like about uh, ten ten thirty in the morning. Uh, you can also call us if you have a question at eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight. Mail at itsanotherday.com. We also have mail at crnamerica.com. So either way, you can get in touch. Always uh, take the opportunity to share us. If you like the show or like certain segments of it, you know, talk about it. Uh, share it with a friend. Uh, we would appreciate that. Yes. And uh, if you can get onto our social sites, uh, be sure to give them a like and, and uh, leave us a comment, too. We always love to see those because we are working on getting those Cleared up again. And if you don't like our show, right? Keep it to yourself. Don't yeah, tell anyone. Don't talk about it. <laughs> Have yeah. a great day, my friend. Yeah, said, Joy, don't let it hit you where the sun don't shine. Goodbye, Bill. See you. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather, 
You ask her who won your favorite sporting event? You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>